This month I was supposed to go to a concert, but it got cancelled. But I did get mobbed and beat Elden Ring, so let's talk about that instead. So I was supposed to be going away at the end of the month, so I spent a lot of my first couple of weeks of this month just getting like really ahead on my videos. So I made like all of my videos for this month and then a fair few of my videos for next month as well, all in one go right at the start and got them all ready and got them all uploading and everything, which I wouldn't normally do. Sometimes I like get a bit ahead of work this month, but I'll never start on next month's videos just because my outro changes depending on like how my Patreon is going. It hasn't changed in a while if I'm being blatantly honest, but that's the idea at least. So I try not to do anything like that. Also, like sometimes I make changes to my recording setup and if I make a change, but I've already recorded stuff, it means that there's going to be like a weird overlap of like new looking stuff and old looking stuff at the same time. And I don't like doing that. So I try not to get more than a month ahead on work at any one time. But because of when I was going away, because I was going away the last few days of May and the first week of June. So I needed to get stuff there for that time. So I'd got all this work done, basically. It's one of the reasons why I didn't stream this month, because it gave me a lot of time to do all that work. And it also, I needed to take a break so I could work out what to do now that I've kind of finished 14, but I'll talk about that more later. A week before the concert, they sent an email saying that it had been delayed by two weeks, because apparently they were supposed to play at a concert in Finland, and then the person in Finland just decided not to have an entire festival which meant they weren't going. And because they weren't going to that, they decided to rearrange this. Now, I don't really get that logic. Like, you're not going to one country, which means you're not going to come to this country. And, like, I get if, like, it was part of, like, a larger thing, but, like, all the dates in this country just got moved back by two weeks. It's, like, massively inconvenient for us. So, because of that, I ended up, like, ahead on work, but I'm actually still now have to prepare even more for the time I now go away again later on in the month. But it's also cost us a lot of money because we'd booked an entire week away around this concert just because we've not been anywhere in a while. So we figured it'd be nice. But I've had to like contact the hotel and convince them to move the reservation back two weeks, which they did. But it's also cost us like 85 quid. And I'm just annoyed by that. <laughs> like my schedule is now even more fucked up. And I'm out even more money just because some guy in Finland decided not to hold a concert. So we've arranged that we're still going and like all that sorted. But when we go to the concert, I'm going to give him a bill and just expect the money in my PayPal at some point. Pay me back for the difference. That'd be nice. In terms of what we actually did this month, though, we went and saw Morbius. And I don't know what to say. The film's just bad. Like, I barely understand what happened in that film at all. It just feels so disjointed. Like, the story barely makes any sense. Why do they change that guy's name? So, like, a character gets introduced right at the start, and apparently his name is Lucian. But then they just change his name to Milo, and call him Milo the entire rest of the film. And I don't get why. Like, it, it doesn't seem to have any reason for it. They just do. I liked the smoke effects. He leaves, like, purple smoke trails around, and I thought that was kind of nice. The scene where Matt Smith dances is one of the greatest scenes in cinema, despite the fact that it is awful but it's great like you kind of just want to keep watching it but it's terrible and the song that plays during it i can't find like i'm sure it exists but i can't find it i'm pretty sure it's not in english so maybe if i could identify the language it's in that would help me find it but i don't know i want to say it's in like arabic but i legitimately don't know it's not in any language i recognize immediately maybe it is in english and it's just 
like pronounced weird. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think the best thing about the entire experience of seeing that film was that the cinema that I go to has replaced all of the chairs in the cinema with like brand new seats and they're really comfortable. That was probably the best part. I did have to throw people out of our seats though. We got there on time and there was just a group of like five girls sat in my seat, well mine and my wife's seats, and I walked up to her and I was like, these are our seats. And the girl said, oh yeah, but there's all these other seats. I just, I, yeah, that's great. Those are ours. I made a move. Two of the girls seemed kind of annoyed. Two of them seemed a bit confused. And one of them was quite nice. I, I just, I have no idea what the fuck that was about. <laughs> like, just sit in your seat. It's not complicated. There's just nothing to say about the film. I only went to see it because it became kind of a joke just because of the number of times it got delayed. Like, with the number of times it had gotten delayed, I kind of felt like I had to see it at that point. So I did. And I feel basically nothing about it. It just exists. Like, the film's bad. But at the same time, I kind of found it funny because it was bad. I don't think I could recommend anyone to see it, but you probably should. Just because it's one of those things where I, like, I want people to understand. Not the film. I don't think you possibly could understand the film. More understand why I don't understand. you get what I mean? I also watched all of Moon Knight, and that was a significantly better time. I watched it in just one go, just every episode back to back, and I like doing it like that. I've seen a lot of people talking recently about how they wish things would go back to weekly episodes, and I don't get it. They talk about how, like, if you do it weekly, it means everyone's at the same point, and I'm like, well, no, it doesn't, because then there's people like me who prefer to watch everything in one go, who will then just wait until the end when everything's out and watch it all in one go still, in which case there is still a group of people who are completely behind. I would rather everything come out all in one go and then you can consume it at your own pace. So that's what I did with Moon Knight. I waited until it had all come out and watched it all in one go. That's a better experience for me. I'm also more likely to watch something if I watch it all in one go. I have a habit of starting stuff and then just falling off. Like there's multiple anime that I've started and got even like halfway through a season and then stopped and never gone back. Like I'll know zero. If I'm being honest, though, most of the reason why I watched that show was just because I really like Hiroyuki Sawano. I really like his music. <laughs> it's just really good. And, like, the music in that was really good, but the anime itself wasn't great. It was fine. But I've never finished it. I got up to the season break and then stopped, and I've never been back, and that was, like, eight years ago. But, anyway, Moon Knight. I kind of wish it was longer, in that I feel like there are bits that didn't get explored as much as they could have done. We had like one episode that really looks at the relationship between between Stephen and Mark. But I want to know more about each character individually as well. Like we know more about Stephen just because we spend more time with him at the start, but we don't actually learn as much about Mark and I would have liked to in like a separate thing. Like it would have been cool if we'd had two episodes right at the start, one which was entirely from one perspective and one which was entirely from the other perspective. And it could still have been just as confusing. They kind of make it so that towards the start it's very confusing in the way it cuts between them. And I feel like you could still have done that, in that if you had the first episode which was entirely Steven's perspective, like you could still black out and stuff, but not show anything that happens, not showing him waking up in weird places, just showing him blacking out and waking up days later and stuff like that in the first episode, and then the second episode would be all Mark with the same blackouts, but no clear explanation of dropping into Steven's stuff, so that they were two like completely independent things but you know you could put it together yourself but the show itself wouldn't do that and then from like the third episode onwards you would start mixing the two of them 
Like, maybe that would kind of give it away more, but I feel like it's pretty obvious even by the end of the first episode what's happening. It would have been nice to get a bit more of, like, either side of it. But besides that, like, I, I thought it was really good. Like I say, I think it could have done with being a little bit longer. It's a kind of a problem I've had with all of the Disney shows. I think I've talked about it before. Like, it's not that they all could have been longer. It's just that they all feel weirdly paced. Some of them feel like they're a bit too long. Like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier in places felt like it was too long. And in other places felt like it was too short. This one feels like that as well. Like, this one is one that feels like it was too short and could have been longer. And others feel like they were too long and should have been short. They feel like they've got an issue with the pacing overall. Actually, it's not even just the Marvel shows. It's all of the Disney Plus shows I've seen have, like, the same issue. But yeah, I definitely liked it. And I'm looking forward to seeing where they go in another season. I hope it's getting another season. I assume it is, but I don't actually know. I've also finished a couple of games this month. The first one I finished was Mega Aquarium, which I spoke about quite a bit last month, so I've not got much more to say about that. I did definitely enjoy it, but I don't know, it's got the same issues that I've already been over really. There's a couple of more that bug me, like quite quickly you have to start using deep tanks, which are tanks which can, like they're taller, and this can like hold more fish and fish that have to be held at greater depths, but they also have an issue where they have to have platforms attached to them. Now, when you move a built tank, usually all the stuff you've got attached to it moves with it, but not if it's one of those platforms, which is just really inconvenient. And it also gets in the way because sometimes like you just want to move stuff like one square. Like if you want to move stuff like one square back or one square to the side, if the platform is there, you can't do that. You have to move the platform first and then that because otherwise it will just clip into the platform and then it will like stop you. So you won't be able to place it. So you have to move it. And it's just a little bit inconvenient. Feels like there's no real need for that. There's a couple of other things where it's just like, it's got weird issues with the difficulty in that I feel like the middle of the game is a lot harder than the end of the game. The later missions are kind of less stringent. The first few like build you up and then there's like a middle block which are just weirdly difficult in that they'll give you like a lot of things to do and then at the end of them is just a really long task of like just get a load of stars or whatever. I think mission seven or something took me like four or five hours to do just that one mission versus the final mission which is you know you would expect to be the hardest which took me like two. The timing's not perfect on what I'm saying but there is inconsistent difficulty which means like there is actually like a big hump in the middle and then it gets easier as you go back down and I don't really get why I mean it's fine it's not like bad but I got to this hump and I was like if the rest of the game is like this I'm not going to want to play anymore but I managed to get past that and I feel like a lot of people well people like me maybe wouldn't get past that normally I also have to remove points from the game because it doesn't have my favorite fishing that seems like a massive oversight like they should just put them in in case you're not aware, that's garden eels, which are the fish that wigglers from Monster Hunter are based off. Because they're just great. They're just little eels, but they dig in the uh, home in the sand and then pop up. And they're just adorable. <laughs> and that's like it. I just think they're amazing. But game doesn't have those in it, so I have to remove points for that. Besides that, though, it's good. Like, I like it. There's just a couple of issues that kind of bug me. And there's some others, but I think a lot of those are my fault. I'm not particularly creative in my design for like an aquarium, I'm quite utilitarian, and it ends up actually leading to issues where I'm like trying to work out the ways that are most efficient to lay things out, and I end up just getting annoyed by it and end up just sort of like placing things haphazardly. I get that that's my issue, but it'd be nice if you could have like multiple floors in your aquarium rather than hallways just having to extend outwards. Like that'd be nice. And proper one-way systems would be nice. You can't have a proper one-way system, it feels, until like right near the end of the game, and I'm not really sure why. One of the final things you get introduced to is one-way gates, 
I think it was literally the last mission where those got introduced to me. And it would have been nice to have those way earlier, because I wanted them, but I couldn't get them. But yeah, like, I really liked it. And there is some DLC for it, so when it's on sale, I'm probably going to pick that up and then play through the extra missions as well. It's freshwater fish. I like it enough that I want to play more of it, even though I finished it, which is rare for me. So, it's good. There's a couple of other games that I've played like a bit of. I've played one called, I don't really know how to pronounce it. It's either Mindustry or Mindustry. I'm not totally sure where the portmanteau is. It's kind of like, a bit like Factorio, I think, but I don't like Factorio. Which maybe explains why I don't like this game all that much. It's kind of like Shapes, which I like a lot more, but I just don't like it all that much. <laughs> You'd think I would, because it is like a construction factory type game in that you get resources and build them to make new things, which I kind of like. I always like the idea of them and then I end up playing them and not actually enjoying them all that much, except for Shapes. I really enjoyed Shapes as I've been over previously. But it's also mixed with a tower defense game, and tower defense games are like one of my favorites. So you'd think I'd really like this, but I don't feel like it does either half very well. The tower defense is not really very good. It's just not particularly enjoyable. It's kind of frustrating. You basically just create choke points, where all the enemy forces go through your choke points, and you just try and kill them there. The issue I've got is that in most tower defense games, you wait for currency, or like whatever your resources are to build things, and then you place the tower and it's immediate. And that's like it. In this game, it takes actual time to place towers. The issue with this is that the enemy units can do damage to your towers in this game. So you have like two minutes and then your first wave comes. During that two minutes, you have to build enough stuff to gather resources to be able to buy a tower, then build the tower, then build the fortifications around the tower, and then the enemy forces to come through and try and kill them. There's enough time in the first one to do that stuff. The issue is enemy comes up, and destroys the stuff around your tower. And then the time between your first wave and second wave is shorter, so it's like a minute. But now you've got to spend less time basically rebuilding all of your fortifications, because, like, they've probably destroyed at least some of it. And in the early game, there is no way of repairing any stuff, so you have to just destroy it and rebuild it from scratch every time. And because it takes actual time to build every single piece, it just means that you, you never really get ahead. You constantly feel, like, slightly behind. So, like... I could get back up to where I was, but I never felt like I was, like, getting better at progressing. So it feels like the game wants you to split your time between gathering resources and defending your area. But the time limit they give you is so short that there really isn't enough time to do both. So you're actually better off just very quickly trying to set up basic defences. And then doing what you can to keep those defences up with the little resources you've got until that finishes. And then you're through all the waves. And then once you're through all the waves, then you can build whatever you want. So I end up enjoying this stuff after the tower defense sections way more and find the tower defense sections just kind of an inconvenience. And especially because they're not very well explained. But then again, nothing in the game is very well explained. The thing with shapes is that you'd get given a task and you would complete that task and you would like level up and it would give you a tutorial on what the next level like kind of expected from you. Like generally, at least there was a couple of times when it didn't, which caused some issues, but it, it was generally stuff where it was just like, these are your new pieces that you've unlocked at this level. This is the sort of thing you can do with them, and then it'll give you a puzzle, and you work out the puzzle and do that. In this game, you collect resources and spend those on research, and the research gives you new stuff. But a lot of time, you'll get like a lot of research in very little time, and then you'll have to like individually go through and read what each one does, and then work out how to place them all yourself. And I'm just saying like it gives you a lot of stuff in one go, and you have to just go through it all yourself. And I would like it if, not necessarily if things were like doled out at a slower rate, but more that just like 
actual instruction on what things are or how to use them. More than just like, once you research a building, you can click on the building and then click on the instructions and it tells you how to build that building and like the basic use of it. It's mostly just in the presentation. I don't like the way the information is presented to you. A lot of the time I felt just kind of confused what I was even trying to do. And like, I ended up looking at like a wiki for it and I was looking at it and it was like, oh, well, you need to get set up building Metaglass. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I had to go back into my game and go through like multiple different research, not trees, because it's actually all laid out in one layer, which is fine. But I had to go through like multiple different pieces of research to work out what I needed to build to make that thing. And the point where I had to go to the wiki to work out what I was supposed to be doing anyway is like something that frustrates me. And then it gets to the point where it's like, there's so much that goes into how to build the one thing that I don't even know I need. I think that's kind of more my issue. Like, I don't even know I need a thing. And the game just kind of expects me to know. That was, like, really frustrating. So I ended up falling off that. <laughs> and then there's some other games that I've, like, dropped in and out of, like, basically all the stuff you've seen me play this month. And I'd like to play some more of them, but I might talk about that more later. And I finally beat Elden Ring. I definitely enjoyed Elden Ring, and it has made me more interested in the sort of genre overall. I kind of want to go back and finally play more of Demon's Souls, and maybe even play Sekiro, but I probably won't. But at the same time, towards the end of Elden Ring, I was just getting annoyed. I don't know. Does it go on too long? Is it just that the end game isn't very good? I don't really know. I know for a fact that I've missed stuff. Like, there are stuff I just ran past, and I do not care enough to go back. <laughs> I just don't. Like, there's a lot of stuff in the Howling Tree that I just went past, and I just don't care. It was getting to the point where the only thing I was really enjoying was fighting the bosses. So I was just like trying to avoid normal enemies as much as possible. Like they just weren't interesting. And it's not even a matter of they're not interesting. It's just like towards the end of the game, there's just so many of them. Like every area would give you so many enemies to fight at one go. And it was just annoying. Like it was just frustrating to me. Like I died so much more to like random enemies in the world than I did to the actual bosses. The bosses were really fucking easy. Like most of them I did on a single try. Millennia took me five tries. Malekith took me one. The giant dragon, he took me one. Horalu took me one. The guy before Horalu took me two. You get what I'm saying? Like very few tries. Up to Moog, I was having some issues. It's still not even issues, really. Like, even up to then, most of the bosses took me only, like, a couple of tries. But basically, once I beat Moke, I ended up going and getting his spear. And then I, like, leveled up a bit to be able to use his spear properly. And as soon as I could use his spear properly, the game just melted. But the bosses were just nothing after that point. But the enemies in the world were still giving me trouble. And it just meant that I was, like, not particularly enjoying at any point of it. Like, I'd enjoy individual aspects of stuff but not like entire stretches of the game it was like really frustrating when we got to the actual final area i know that there's stuff in there that i didn't see because i just ran straight to the boss i didn't actually know where the boss was i actually kind of was trying to do it properly in that i started doing like a um, exterior collision thing but that took me to the boss and then i was just like i don't care enough to explore this area so i just went straight through and did it but that final boss is fucking bullshit. <laughs> that final boss is awful. Radigan took me... Well, the first time, Radigan took me one try. I then had to go back and do it a lot more times. But Radigan, I didn't find too bad. But that final boss was just awful. Because it just... 
it's in such a large area and playing a melee build you go in and do like two or three hits and then it just flies away and you just like run towards it and half the time by the time you get there it's gone somewhere else again and it's just oh it's just annoying it's just ridiculous like i hated it and the fact that that was the final boss and it also i don't know like it kind of bothered me but i also kind of liked that it felt a lot like a mix of a lot of the bosses from earlier parts of the game like i say in some ways i disliked that because it was like i wanted it to be its own experience but in other ways i liked that because of what it is it kind of feels like a progenitor for everything else apparently that's not how it is but that's kind of like how it felt so it was kind of cool but i also didn't like it but i just hated fighting it as well i was also very surprised when i finally beat it because <laughs> the final time i killed it i killed it in like a minute it just it just died but every other time up to then it had taken me like tens of minutes to just die anyway i just like i'm not interested in going back to the game like I get this like urge to play it and then I remember anything that I would have to do and I was like no. I liked Torrent but Torrent made me less interested in the open world because there's like enemies in the open world but why would I ever fight any of them when I could just ride past them on a horse? What was the purpose? So like the only things I like fighting in the open world and the only things I would actually try and fight in the open world were the bosses. It just got to the point where it was like the only thing in the game that interested me in the slightest was boss fights which I don't know if I can say it's a shame but I think the best way I can put it is kind of like, it didn't feel like the game was a challenge. It felt like the game was an inconvenience. It felt like all of the open world sections were just inconveniencing me until I got where I wanted to be, rather than like a challenge to get through. It was just, how do I get through this as quick as possible because I do not care about any of these things. It was just kind of a shame that it's like that. I don't know. Like, it's still a really good game. Like an 8 or a 9 or something like that. I can't remember what I actually gave it at this point. But at the same time, I just like, don't want to touch it. Then again this is me. I very rarely play anything more than once. So I'm desperately hoping they don't do the Bloodborne thing where you have to replay the game to do the DLC. Because I assume there's going to be DLC. But I really don't want to have to replay the entire fucking game again. I hate it when they do that. They did that with Bloodborne and I think, I can't remember. Did I do it on New Game Plus or did I start an entire new save file? I don't remember. But Bloodborne is one of the few Souls games where I've played more than once and it was just because I wanted to do the DLC but I'd already beaten the game by that point. I feel like they won't do it with this game just because you don't have to go straight into New Game Plus, but at the same time, maybe they will because there are areas of the game that get like actively like destroyed or changed throughout the course of the game. So if the DLC takes place in any of those areas, then obviously you won't be able to do them. I hope it's not like that though. So I realised at the end of recording last month that I didn't actually do a channel update, but not really much happened this month, so I guess that's okay. In terms of what's like staying the same kind of, Yakuza Kiwami is going to end at around the start of next month and then my next LP is going to start soon after that. I've not started recording it yet but I'm going to start recording it probably this week maybe next and it's not a long LP. I've made all the stuff that I need to make for it and I've got all the assets I need for it. I've just not actually started recording it yet but it shouldn't be like difficult. I don't know if I've exactly teased it before. I've kind of teased it before. You can probably guess what it is if you look at the history of my channel. But yeah. I'm going to do that next. Monster Hunter Rise will also come to an end next month. Basically, as soon as that finishes, it's just going to get replaced by Sunbreak. I'm recording this a little bit later than I usually would because I was ill earlier in this week. I'm okay now, but it just means that I'm recording later than usual. As of the day of recording, they've just released for the new Silkbind skills and they've just released the one for Dual Blades and it looks fine. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm ever really going to want to use either of them. Like, one of them seems cool in that it's a dodge that does damage as you move 
that can be used outside of demon mode, but I am never not in demon mode. So why would I ever use that? <laughs> like, it is replacing a skill that I already have. Feral demon mode lets you attack as you dodge. And this does very similar things, but outside of demon mode, but I'm never not in demon mode. So that's not really an issue for me. Now, apparently there are some benefits to it and it doesn't cost stamina, but it does cost a wire bug and that seems more useful to me. So I don't know. I don't know why I would ever use it at this point. The drill attack looks cool, but apparently can't be comboed with the kunai pierce thing. So at the moment, I would rather have the kunai pierce. Like maybe that's just because I've not used it yet. Maybe it'll end up being better, but I don't know. Like right now, there's nothing that there's nothing in the new stuff that really interests me. So get ready for another year of me playing dual blades exactly the same. So I didn't stream at all this month, like I mentioned earlier. I used that time to do a lot of work for this month and next month and also get prepared for basically what's going to replace my Final Fantasy streams. So I'm still going to stream Final Fantasy, but when I've not got something to stream in Final Fantasy, right now I've just not been doing anything and I don't feel comfortable doing that. Like it just feels like, not a waste of my time, but I feel like I was like missing something. So what I've decided to do is that on the days when I don't have like actual quest things to do in 14, I'll stream the games I usually play each day. So that means that on most days, at least for the foreseeable future, it'll be Animal Crossing, Monster Hunter Rise, which I'll only be playing up until Sunbreak comes out, because after that I'll just be recording it every time, Elite Dangerous, and then some leveling in 14, and then whatever game I'm playing at the time. So like, when I was playing Mega Aquarium, it would have been that. Or when I was playing Elder Ring, it would have been that, you know, like that sort of thing. The one thing I will say is that these aren't going to be like full LPs of those games. They're just the games I'm playing. So my Animal Crossing thing is basically just me going around my island and tidying it every day. Monster Hunter is just doing like a random hunt every day. Elite is doing a couple of deliveries every day, like that sort of thing. And then the games that I'm just playing at the time, there's going to be times when like I will stream it for a bit and then finish streaming and then I'll probably play it again a couple of hours later. So like the day after you'll come and have no idea what's happened. And it's just because I've played it in the middle. Because like it's not really meant to be an LP. It's just me streaming the games I would be playing anyway. I really just want to give myself something to do when I'm not doing 14. Hopefully the idea is with this is that these are the things I'd be doing anyway in the day. And I used to do these and make time to stream. And now if I'm doing these as my stream, it means that that kind of will work to free up time the rest of the day and then maybe I can get other things done then. Maybe it won't work out like that but that's the idea at least. And then the last thing is that I did actually finally get to 100 subscribers which is nice. It only took what 15 years something like that since I started my channel. I'm happy about it. I may not sound it but I am. I was a little bit frustrated because it took YouTube like nearly a week from me getting to 100 to actually let me get my custom URL, but I do actually have that now. But yeah, it's nice. Like, I'm glad that I finally got there. It's weird because, like, now in the sort of, like, terms of where everyone else is, it feels like it means nothing. But when I started, that was, like, a huge deal. I mean, like, it still feels like a big deal. I don't know 100 people, like, in person, but 100 people subscribe to me on YouTube, and that's nice. There's, like, issues that I've got in that I feel like because it's taken me this long to get there, that kind of implies that what I'm doing isn't working, which as per usual, it's kind of my fault. <laughs> I just don't know how to fix that. And also, a lot of the people who have subscribed to me have subscribed to me based on, like, mostly the fucking Zerud video. 
or like random other things like that, and not like the stuff that I actually make consistently. And it's nice. I like that they subscribe to me, but they clearly don't like the things I make. They just like that. And like, I appreciate that, and I appreciate them. But I want to get people to like the things I make. Not just one thing I make once and nothing that I make the rest of the time. You get what I mean? Like, they don't like all of the things I make. They just like the one thing I made that one time. I don't know. It feels weird to me that, like, the thing that I made that is the most popular, that people seem to like the most, is something that I spent about five minutes on and that I made very quickly and that went up and I was just like, oh, this will be funny. And then it's ended up being my, like, most popular thing. I like it. <laughs> like, I like that people like it. I just wish people liked the other things I made as well. But again, maybe that's more my fault. Maybe it's not that you don't like the things I make and it's more that the things I make aren't worth liking. I feel like that's like more negative than I mean it to be, but you get what I'm saying. I've been giving me a lot of thought to writing a video again. There's a video that I think I really want to make, so I might start working on that basically as soon as I've finished editing this podcast. So I don't know what that means. What I mean is like, I don't know if that means like I'll skip a sentence next month or I'll skip a podcast at some point or you know something like that but like i'll work that out when it comes to it but it's kind of on this topic of like me making stuff i think people will find it interesting but at the same time that kind of ties back into what i'm saying people are mostly subscribed to me based on like one joke meme video that i made once so it's not the sort of thing that's going to drag those people more in but hopefully it'll get some people in hopefully some people will like it then again at some point if i was doing this for other people i would have given up a long time ago i just kind of do it because i like doing it I just wish. I don't know what I want, really. I don't know if I want more people to like it, or if I just want to feel better about the things I make. I want to, like, not have to stress about it. I want to not have to worry about it. But right now, that's, like, all I do. Just, like, constantly worried about the things I make, and, like, if it's worth it, and if I'd be better off just doing something else. But I don't want to do anything else. Well, I do, though. I want to do lots of things. But, like, I want to do loads of things, but either I don't have the time, or I don't have the patience or I don't feel like I've got the capability or like more than anything it's just not practical I don't know I'm just kind of rambling at this point I just don't know <laughs> special thanks to all of my patrons you can join them over at patreon.com slash holdengatsby and for one dollar a month you'll get to see what I'm working on early and get exclusive roles in my discord along with all the rewards I might think of you can also just follow me there if you want to for free as it's probably the best place to see all of my content as soon as it's available there's links to the Patreon, along with my Discord, Twitter, Twitch, and all the other podcast platforms in the description for this episode. Finally, don't forget you can email me using podcastbeagmail.com if you've got anything you want to say. Thanks for sticking around. Bye. Special thanks to my patrons, Justin Wood, Hobbs, Coopy Vegeta, Gunrunner, Water, and Bat. 